Hey, you're listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name's Carol. This is Alicia. I'm Trisha. And we're just gathering around the table to talk about topics that you may be interested in. And I don't know about you gals, but I've heard a lot of people talking about the untimely death of Kate Spade and Anthony Mm -hmm. Bourdain. I even read a statistic the other day that said call, you know, kind of bringing it more into our neck of the woods. There have um, the calls to the North Carolina suicide hotline have almost doubled since Mm. the announcement of Kate Spade's death and Anthony Bourdain's death. It's amazing. So I think um, probably one of the things I just wanted to throw out there at the beginning was um, it seems to be within Christian communities. We don't talk about it. And I think that's a mistake. Yeah. Because I think there are people who are suffering in silence. And I just want to let you know right up front that if you are struggling and you've cl- clicked on this podcast and you're listening and you're like, yeah, that's me. I want you to know about a couple of resources. There's a national suicide hotline, 800-273-8255. That's a national hotline. doesn't have anything to do with the radio station or ministry or anything, but that's a national hotline that can help you to get help. Mm-hmm. But I also want you to know that Focus on the Family has a family counseling line, and they have counselors available mm-hmm. from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mountain Time. Here's that number, one 771 help That's one 771 4357 That's for Focus on the Family. I just wanted to throw those out there at the very beginning so that we make sure that you get some resources in your toolbox that yes. you can use. Now, you had a story about the Kate Spade So, yeah, someone posted on Facebook this interesting post about bags. And Kate Spade had, did you guys have Kate Spade bags? I didn't. I wanted one. I always wanted a Kate Spade bag, and I never got one. And back in the day, there were these cute Mm rectangle-shaped purses Mm -hmm. with little handles that you kind of held in your hand. You could throw it over your shoulder if you want, but they were stripes or polka dots. Very feminine. Whimsical, too. Yeah, just the cutest things. They were a little pricey. Mm -hmm. And um, so I I never got one, but I always was envious of people that had them because they were so cute. And I think when we think of Kate Spade, we think of the bag. We she created a fashion empire. She had it all together. Hmm. She was she made it. She you know is a gorgeous woman with a family and a, and, and a daughter. Yeah. And then we find out this news that she was struggling. And and so this this Facebook post was talking about what's in your bag. Mm-hmm. What oh. is in your bag and what oh. are you carrying in your bag? Mm. And these Kate Spade oh. bags were so cute mm. and pretty and on the outside. But on the inside, oh, we're all yeah. carrying heavy, heavy stuff go. in our bags. Mm-hmm. And Kate Spade obviously had something very heavy in her own personal bag mm. that, you know, we don't know if she shared it with, with anybody. Um, but obviously to the public, we didn't know that she was dealing with serious issues. And I think that we all have things in our bags. And sometimes our bags are heavier than others. Mm. We go through seasons. Mm-hmm. and But there's kind of like this embarrassment or shame mm. in what we have inside it and we hide it in these pretty pretty cases yeah absolutely we feel more confident telling people that we're physically sick in some way like or or we have a broken arm instead of that i have an issue with depression or anxiety i don't know why why have we made that so bad and the other is totally fine it's just an issue but that is so true because like if i fell down and broke my leg nobody would say get up Right. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, put you know? some weight on and it. And you wouldn't try you to hide that either. No, no, not at all. You would be like, hey, I broke my leg. I, I can't I would wear walk. my grace wet pants with pride <laughs> to work every day. You know, yeah. but we, we do. That is, I just n- never thought of that. You know, I, f- I follow this um, mom blogger on Instagram and she suffers from chronic illness and mm. she's blogged a lot about it. And it's been really eye opening to me to see 
read her stories. And recently she said when she is struggling or hurting physically the most, she spends the most time on her outward appearance because that's the one thing she has control over. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so she said if someone looks like they have it all together, that may just be a facade. That may be them trying to pull themselves together. Yeah. I had an opportunity to talk to my friend Kevin yesterday, actually, and he's a therapist, and I was asking him a little bit about this. And he was saying, if you have a relationship with someone and they're always saying, I'm fine, I'm good, Mm -hmm. I'm fine, I'm good, and it never goes any deeper than that, that's almost a risk factor Mm -hmm. if someone Mm -hmm. won't share with you. If you have, you know, the kind of relationship where you would expect someone to share with you and they're never really telling you about how they're doing it, it could be a risk factor that they're hiding something deeper inside. And he said, what we should do, what we can do, is spend more time probing people and, and, and making it okay to say you're not okay. Making sure that they feel safe in the relationship with you and then they can share if they really are struggling and need help. Well, I think this is where we kind of intersect with faith and sometimes we do a poor job as believers at, at providing the freedom to do just that because most of yes. us will throw the Jesus card at yes. it and say mm-hmm. well you're you're saved and you you have a relationship with Christ you don't have anything to be depressed about right. yes. and what we we've done not done a good job with I feel like is understanding that it's not always situational you know it's not right. always just oh you know my coffee pot broke this morning I'm really sad about this it's not right. that it sometimes is something much deeper that that just faith alone won't solve could be chemical yeah could exactly. be just something physiological in your body mm-hmm. that's not working and correctly. i think some people may not even know that they need help they may think you know this is just part of life or this mm-hmm. is just something i'm going through and there may be something deeper that if they got the right help, they could overcome it very mm-hmm. quickly or easily. Or, or I know I'm kind of painting, you know, a, a wide brush there, but I think sometimes we're afraid to realize that we need to ask for help and even just confide in our friends. I yeah. find if yes. I confide that I'm going through something, someone that I've talked to says, "Oh, I've been there," yeah. or I've, I, I know someone mm-hmm. that has that. And then just knowing that other people are dealing with the same issues is so helpful. It's free. You're not alone. Yes. Yes. Well, and I think too, we've got to be um, willing to be uncomfortable. Just from a personal example, um, years ago I went through a divorce, and because my nature is to perform, you know, I'm a mm-hmm. people pleaser. I'm a performer. I'm a storyteller. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And um, it was real easy for me to come and be on the radio every day and then to go home and close the blinds and be mm-hmm. depressed i mean to be in myself and yes. to to just turn inward and and i was blessed enough to have a, a close-knit group of friends who came busting down the door mm-hmm. and that's mandisa's yeah. story too if you've yeah. heard her story mm-hmm. she went through a depression mm-hmm. when she lost a friend of hers and some friends just kind of showed up and said this is not okay you know, and I think it's a, it, there's a there's a fine line there because I think you have to have relationship with somebody to know that they're really in trouble. Yes, and I I even saw it um, in the, in the last couple of days on Facebook or Pinterest or somewhere that said 
maybe today is the day you check on your strong friends. Oh, that's Ooh, great. Because that's great. great reminder. Well, they may be trying to be stronger right. than they really are and kind of overcompensating for how they may be feeling. And nobody's strong always. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. We all go through those times. They're giving each other permission just to mm-hmm. be human. You know, I think, you know, everybody has their own take about social media and whether it's evil or good. Or, and I'm not here to debate that. But I will say this. I think social media has made us compare Mm-hmm. more than yes. anything else yes. that I remember in my time because honestly um here here's the thing about me is that I found the other day I'm kind of in a difficult place in my life right now and I was in a situation and I found myself scrolling through Facebook because I wanted to escape the situation mm-hmm. I was actually in <laughs> yeah oh yeah I wanted to get away from it hello and, me yesterday <laughs> and God has been speaking to my heart to really be intentional about being present Mm -hmm. because you miss so much when you're scrolling through Facebook, finding out what what's going on in everybody else's life when your life is right there in front of you. Mm -hmm. And what you're you're seeing on Facebook may not be the reality of what your friends are going through. They're only posting the good things. Who's going to post, Hey, I'm depressed today. It's very rare that you see one of those posts. It's the it's the good news posts that we all see. And so then I think that makes you internalize even more. Well, what's wrong with me? Yeah. I don't feel that way. I yeah. can't do a post like that today. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not the reality of probably what is going on in most people's lives. That's true. And the whole thing of Facebook sets us up for those surface relationships mm-hmm. where we don't get any deeper mm-hmm. than, hey, I like you. Thumbs up. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. Even in person, yeah. it's the same. It's the same kind of interactions. Mm-hmm. And my, my, my therapist friend was saying that he said, I think the social media is not allowing us to really connect even families. So, you know, our families, let's say you're in a family and you're you're talking to your kids. Well, if they're on their phone all the time, you're never going to have a conversation with them deep enough to know they're struggling they're Mm -hmm. getting bullied Mm -hmm. they're at risk for a destructive behavior Mm -hmm. he said we've got to put our phones down be it facebook or just texting and really be intentional about having conversations with one another so that we can delve deep enough to know what's going on in in our lives well i was talking to a friend the other day and we we have a mutual friend and we we both kind of noticed that this person's lost some weight and just Uh didn't look Uh like himself mm-hmm. and we kind of mentioned it to each other and then she reached out to him and said hey you know how are you doing are, are you uh-huh. okay how's, uh-huh. it, how's it going yeah. how are you doing so it wasn't anything saying hey i think you've got something going on it was just a little thing and then he you know he confided and, and kind of said some things that are going on and what he's dealing with mm-hmm. and i just loved that that led to that because i had thought about doing it and i couldn't figure out necessarily the way to to approach him um, so I just thought it was great. It made me feel good that we did reach out and, and kind of offer some support. Well, here's the, and this has been on my mind for a while. So I'm so glad you said that because, um, how are you doing is no longer a question that we respond to. Honestly, it's not because oh, right. people do it passing in the hallway. Hey, how are you? I'm good. great. I'm great. Okay. Good. Good. okay. How are you? So great. I had this kind of, and this may just be me, you know, I'm not a theologian or a Bible scholar or anything, but I was reading in Genesis chapter three and it's when, you know, Adam and Eve, they, eat the forbidden fruit and god says where are you mm. and your god's everywhere so he wasn't physically looking right. for a location right mm-hmm. he right. was looking at them to kind of uncover what was going on in their heart mm-hmm. and so i felt like god was telling me maybe that's a better question to ask where are you mm-hmm. you know and and for me that that question seems to have more 
because um, people kind of look at you when you well I'm right here I'm standing in front of you you know How's not your that eyesight kind. yeah exactly but to say where are you in in your heart and how's your heart mm-hmm. that's another one I like to ask how's your yeah. heart um, that's a hard one to ask sometimes yeah. though I think it's hard in a sense because sometimes we feel like we don't have time to sit there for yes. the answer. Yeah. It's not that we don't care, but I personally feel like sometimes I'm a slave to my calendar. I've got to get to the next thing, to the next thing. If I really stop and ask you, how are you really doing? Where are you? How is your heart? I have to stop and I have to be there mm-hmm. when that person tells me and not be thinking about the meeting that I've got to get to mm-hmm. in five minutes. Mm-hmm. So I think it really it starts with that question. And, and also, I know I need to just be able to be there when the person answers. Mm. Well, I've also kind of noticed a little nuance with how people answer that question. Mm. I know someone that's kind of going through a tough time and, and someone asks, how are you? The answer is, all right, I'm doing all right. In kind of an upbeat, peppy answer, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, mm-hmm. I'm doing great, I'm doing good, mm. I'm doing okay. It's, I'm, I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. So I kind of read between the lines of, okay, maybe there's a little bit going on there. And, and I don't know if there was room for discussion or whatever, but it's just kind of if we can be a little more alert yeah. to how people answer the question. Maybe you Ready. don't get the whole thing that moment because maybe you do have to go off to a meeting or you can't listen. But then you could just watch out and be mindful and follow uh, up, follow up with another at another mm. opportunity close by. Well, I'll just go ahead and be completely honest. When I won't look at you, it's bad. <laughs> like okay. if you ask me okay. like. How's it going, Carol? And I don't look at you. I don't make eye contact. You, I'm in trouble. Okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, I appreciate knowing yeah. that. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think being present, being alert is how you put it. I think that is the key because we stare at our phones so much and we miss mm-hmm. those social cues of mm-hmm. people who have their arms folded or maybe mm-hmm. just are looking down. or We miss those things because we've become a slave to that screen. And um, so I, I think it's just so important to be present you know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i I want us to just kind of to to wrap back to the to the beginning and say if you are listening to this podcast please reach out for help Mm -hmm. there's a number of places you can go i'll give you the there's there's no shame shame in it either the you know there's all these type of unspoken diseases that people don't see we can't see it and so i think you just need to call out and ask for help. There's great exactly bravery right. in it. Yeah. There in is fact. great bravery. And there's part of the healing process, I yep. believe, is asking for help. I heard Beth Moore say mm-hmm. a long time ago, victory begins with a cry for help. Mm-hmm. And so your victory can come today if you'll just reach out for help. You're welcome to text us anytime at 800-293-1069. If you want to email me personally, uh, you can email the show here. You can just use my email address, Carol at thelightfm.org and I would love to hear from you get your feedback on thoughts reach out for help then I think the second thing is just give permission for people to be honest when they answer your question how you doing or how's your heart or where Mm -hmm. are you just give them permission to be real and honest and open and the third thing is let's all try to be more present Mm -hmm. let's all try to be Show up for our mm-hmm. lives instead of taking a video of your kids. Just be in the moment mm-hmm. with your kids because I think we're missing a lot when we don't do that. It's been so much fun getting together with you girls today. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time on the Girl Talk Podcast.